Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today. Jerry will be here at the top of the hour with Gio returning from vacation. So the Gio and Jerry show today. Very exciting. I see. Even during the break, CeeLo, you continue to break down the film of this uh, Brett Beatty family reacting to their, uh, their boy hitting a home run on his first pitch that he sees in the major leagues. I will admit I go overboard sometimes and will beat a dead horse here and there when I find it particularly interesting or fascinating. And uh, when the sister jumps up, uh, a guy next to her appears to reach over and slap her breast. Breaststroke, as you've pointed out, uh, it's awkward in that he goes across his own body using his left hand, right? Yeah, as opposed to the nearest right hand. And he and the right hand was involved earlier. You're thinking, hey, they're just jumping, and he's kind of you know jostling her a little bit. Like I can't believe this is happening because he's standing to her left, so yeah. it's his right arm up against her left. But then, as the ball goes over the fence and their euphoria, she jumps up. Yeah, it's a full breaststroke. Reach over yeah. and sl- a quick slap of the chest. We'd, and there's Very n- aggressive. There's no explanation for it. See, now I had said on Twitter, was this Frank Costanza? Yeah, I stopped short. But if that was the right hand reaching right. across, this was a all the, the way reach over. Around. The, yeah, well, right. not the he reach around, the reach across. The but boomer, he reached relaxed, all the way around. All the way around. Yeah, Rest I stroke. guess around his body across to hers. Hmm. Very interesting. Very bizarre. I yeah. wonder if she is she on social media. I need to follow her to she, see if she may be. I'm not sure. I did see later after the game, the family was able to come down onto the field and give Brett hugs and salutations and greetings and all that. So the sister was actually the first one that got. To, and again, I'm I'm assuming it's his sister. I googled Brett Beatty's sister, and Lauren came up. I didn't hear anything about a girlfriend or fiance, so I'm pretty sure it's his sister. I just don't want to speak out of turn because I don't. Not that familiar with the Beatty family just yet. No, when the family was down on the field after the game, was the fella in the orange shirt? Not in the the video that I saw, no. Okay, so he could have been just a stranger. No, I think he was part of their group because, again, they had a a couple of rows. Like, even Steve Gelbs went up and sat next to them and interviewed them after the rain delay, and he spoke with the parents, and they referenced, like, oh, we've got all these people here with us that, you know, Brett grew up with, some of them coached him, you know, so they brought, like, a traveling party with them. 
Some wasn't them, just mom, dad, and sister. Some of them just want to touch his sister <laughs> if there's <laughs> right. a home run. Yeah. I mean, you creep. <laughs> they just showed it on Telemundo, by the way. Telemundo's yeah, carrying yeah, Telemundo, it. Telemundo, yeah. Wow. Yep. They did. This they is, weren't breaking down, you know, the the cop feel like the Zapruder film. <laughs> this is uh, this has got thirty for thirty written all over. Yeah, it we got to get to the bottom of this. Brett Beatty. Yep. Yeah, I would change my name to Brett Batty just because uh, yeah, well, of that's, baseball. I know that's your hesitation. You see the name, it's but, baseball. You want to say Batty, but that he should change his name for that Batty. Who did that? That's uh, fans going Batty for Brett. You know who did that? Yeah, that is good. Thank you. Yeah, as I'll squeeze a hockey reference in Joe here. Joe Thiesman. Yes. Right. That's not what I was thinking of, but you're right, Eddie. Very good. The Rangers, this was not the pronunciation. It was the spelling. The Rangers had a player, uh, I think he was from Sweden, Jesper Fast, and originally it was spelled F-A-S-T-H. Got rid of the H. He's went fast. fast. And Perfect. his nickname was Quickie. So he, nice. he played right into it. He's like, you know what? I'm Eddie's play right. this up. And Eddie's right. Joe Theismann's real yeah. name is Joe Theismann. But when he was uh, in the running for the Heisman, he changed his, his thing to Joe Theismann. Smart. Smart. Brand. Branding. That is branding. Yeah. I finished watching the uh, Manti Teo two-part documentary yeah. on Netflix. I had time for that yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to say, that thing has co- completely derailed this guy's life. Yeah. I'm like he was never the player. No. Since that championship game, he did not play well. Right. Right in the middle, as right in the middle of it. It wasn't all revealed yet, but he was feeling the pressure. Yes. Did not he was dominant in his four years at Notre Dame. Yep. Then comes he loses the Heisman Trophy to uh, Johnny Manziel. (laughs) (laughs) And then He's not focused for the national championship game. They get beat by Alabama, I believe. Sure. To attack Alabama. And then he no, gets drafted. Have been two at that point. No. I don't think. No, no, it wasn't two. Okay. Then he falls in the draft because all this stuff is revealed yeah, of course. before the draft. Yeah. He draft goes stock. to the Chargers. Doesn't. Not, eh, not great. Eh. Saints. Saints. Eh. Putter's out. Yeah, putter's out. Is it putters or puckers? Putters. It's puckers. No. Putters? Putters. All right. Pucker is Pucker a, up. Pucker is like if you have a, a sour lemonade. Yeah, well, that's a little different. But. I pulled up his, his statistics, this man, Titeo. Now, he did play from 2013 to 2020. Yeah, it wasn't like he was out of the league in a year or yeah. two. You know? But in all of those years, seven seasons, he only had two interceptions. He was like getting to a game when he was at Notre Dame. Yeah, but he was also no, was he to a game? He was a well, middle I'm just linebacker. He was, all over. he was an inside linebacker. He was all over it though in Notre Dame. Yeah, a little different. He found game. his way picking balls off. Yeah, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I don't know. I just and I feel like it was a, eh. mm. yeah, and I feel like that's the fault of. Uh, I mean, you say derailed his life. I mean, he's on the other side of his playing career now. Is he not, is he not doing well in in life? No, no, no. He's doing well in life. Oh, okay. He's married. So, has, so I'm just saying it, it did not derail his life, but then. it derailed his career, which in, which then derails your life. I it, I would say it impacted and changed the trajectory of his career. How's that? Completely though. Well, derailed would be like, hey, he didn't get drafted. He flamed out. He barely played in the NFL. He was gone. You know, he still was a second round pick and played. What'd you say? Seven years in the league. Seven so, years. A lot better than most guys do. Although, I guess it's really 13, 14, 15, 16, Whatever. 17, it's more than one or two. Point. Seven years. And his last year, he played no games with the... He was on the Bears for... Maybe off-season, mini-camp, OT. Mini-camp. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I felt bad for the guy afterwards. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Listen, uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I, most of what I've seen has been sympathetic towards yeah. him. And he became, you know, the butt of jokes. Oh, yeah. Everyone I'm sure mocked him. in the locker room, that was tough for him. Yeah, locker room. I'd imagine. Uh, the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Social media. Yeah, and I just, he didn't, he didn't have the NFL career because of that. That he was supposed to have. That he was supposed to have. Yeah. But he's a very positive person. That's good. He's forgiven uh, Tiasa Sopo, who is uh, now a woman. And this Tiasa Sopo created all these characters. That's the that name he was of the person? To. That's the last name. I, I, I don't and know. there's no relation to the... There is a relation to that family. Really? With the quarterbacks? Well, they had all these... They, uh, See, I got to watch this. The thing. family was very involved in football. Yeah, well, that, there was Marcus Tuias Sopo, yep. and then I think there was another... There was someone on the Niners, someone on the yeah. Rams, someone on the Same Raiders. Same family. Same family. I, I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, and they talked to the girl I remember the name being involved now when I think back to when this was yes. all going down, but I guess... Either fun, I hadn't made the connection or I had forgotten about it. Because it's a fun name to say. Yes, it is. Tiasa Sopo. I think we have Mike, a Mike McCann blooper somewhere in the files of him Where trying to say Marcus Tiasa Sopo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I was, uh, <laughs> I, I was saddened by it when I was done watching it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He even looks like he aged so much. Maybe the stress. It wore on him? Yeah, it wore on him. Yeah. That's unfortunate. But, but you said he's be- married with a family now, right? Yeah, he's married right, with good. at least one child. Good. So hopefully he's in a better place now. I hope so. Mentally, Mentally. not physically. Right. We're all here on this earth. By the way, physically he still looks like he's. <sighs> you know, I'm sure. He, if if you came across the middle, he would beat drop hell, you yeah. in a second. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on, and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about: basketball, now golf, and the metronome of your life: baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Joe Klecko was a finalist for the 2023 Hall of Fame class. Yeah, which I understand is basically, it's almost like a formality now. Oh, is that right? So yeah, he, the he senior, did. the senior committee, like they picked three out of twelve, I think it was. So the prevailing thought is now once they get to the whatever the final, so he's going to go. He's going it's, in. Yeah, it, it seems like a foregone conclusion Good. now that he was selected from that group of like senior committee members. I'm not sure what the name of it is. He's the yeah. one guy over the years, maybe because we're here in New York, that we get sure. it more. But Boomer always has great things to say about Absolutely. Joe Flacco. Yeah, that you had to change your game. Because Joe Klecko was on the other side. Well, he's getting his uh, awesome. rightful place in Canton. I guess that'll be next summer. Oh, they don't do it this summer? Well, we already had it. It happened like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Who got in again? <laughs> Refresh remember. my memory. Cliff uh, Branch, I think, got in. Richard Seymour, I think, got in. Let's see. Just oh, no, Google it. it. I just watched it, and you think I would remember. Just Google oh, it. Um, who's the guy from the Packers, the safety? Uh Butler? Yeah. Leroy Butler? Yes. Very good, Al. I'm with uh, Deion Sanders. There's too many people in at this point. <laughs> there were eight this year. Tony Baselli, right. Cliff Branch, Leroy Butler. An official guy, the first official. That's stupid. Art McNally. That's like you yesterday with Ronnie Barnes. Yep. Giants, Ring of Honor. The late Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Dick Vermeil, and right. Bryant Young. 
I like Dick Vermeil. He should go in. That guy was he's in, in Super Bowls with multiple teams. That's correct. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Well, he's in. But like Leroy Butler? I don't know. Yeah. Played his whole career with the Packers. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, oh, my gosh. get you in on those meetings when they debate <laughs> the guys. Al, Al Dukes, your thoughts? Eh, eh, Leroy Boyd, eh. I don't know. Take it or leave it. I'd be like, Cliff Branch, he played in the 80s. I have no idea how for how long, but I remember that guy. <laughs> Put him in. From his jersey being in the Sears catalog. Let's get him right in. <laughs> Sears catalog. I, I, that's a reference I even get. Nice, Al. Very good. The NFL dominated the Sears oh, catalog. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I used Action to look forward figures. To that. Uh, pajamas. All the jerseys laid out oh in a row with the, the different names. And he used to arrive at the house with like an October sometimes yes. yeah. oh for the God. Christmas catalog. Yes. And the then you would, I would go through and make my Christmas list, which was 90% NFL gear. Yes. Yeah. Like a page 17. <laughs> oh, yeah. Item four. <laughs> Steelers and they only for they would have them laid out by team usually yeah and you know there's only a certain amount of guys available per team this is like correct before you could customize and yeah pick whatever the hell name you wanted yeah a lot of times there was only one guy available yeah, per team, team maybe yeah. two yeah and ninety percent of the time it was a quarterback of course if you had not did not have a good quarterback you got a running back yeah. very rare you got a defensive guy yeah I remember that. And, like, the Buccaneers only had Doug Williams. Like, that was your only option. Bears, only Walter Payton. That was all you were getting. But, like, the Eagles, you might get a Wilbert Montgomery. You might get a Ron Jaworski. You might get a Harold Carmichael. Look at that. We go right into Al's era, and the names are just flying. Same There's with no the problem with the recall. He's you got them all. Franco Harris, Jack Lambert, Terry Bradshaw. Yep. Cowboys, stall back door set. <laughs> And then other teams, it was like Houston Oilers. What's the name of the Met who homered last night in his debut? Beatty. Very good. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, Let's take a quick break here. Some more football notes, some more baseball notes, some more. Oh, I told you I have a Mike and the Mad Dog story, two separate stories. And then at the top, Gio and Jerry Reco will be here. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.